Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101. We have uh, not one, but two stand-ins today. Blakeney Hodges stepping in for Terry Slavens. And in place of Angela Robinson, we have Mr. Jim Kennedy. Yeah, thank you, Blakeney. Glad to be here this morning. And uh, good morning, everyone. I hope, hope everybody's having a great morning today. And we're going to talk about uh, the top five mistakes that business owners make. And being an entrepreneur and a business owner pretty much all my life, we've seen a lot. But before we talk about that, Blakeney, what I'd like to really say is, uh, you know, for a business owner to succeed, you, you know, really needs to have a passion. And if you're without that passion, that business owner is probably not going to succeed because assuming that you do have the passion, a high degree of success is much more probable and I really believe it's an I can attitude instead of an I will attitude because, you know, people constantly think about, you know, I can do this, but, you know, you have to know that you can do it. And there's mm-hmm. and there's a big, big difference. And, and you're going to make the sacrifices necessary to make that business succeed. And it's a gut feeling that, that you have as a business owner to, uh, to see what the priorities are of that business those business decisions are mm-hmm. every day that you could go through the day. And uh, I think that gut feeling and that passion is what makes you succeed because there, you will have failures. You know? Oh, absolutely, yes. Absolutely. So because of that that drive and passion, the next thing, obvious to run a business, you got to have cash. And uh, that's a big mistake. A lot of people go into business without knowing exactly what their cash needs to be, their cash reserves. And uh, – you really need to know what your budget is. So you're going to have to spend some time on that and think about all your expenses, everything that you're going to need to spend money for. And whether you're running an ice cream stand or running a multi-million-dollar business, you know, it's a huge mistake not to know what those dollars need to be to be able to pay those bills because you're going to have lots of fluctuations. You're going to have good days, good weeks, bad weeks, bad months, good months. But you need to lay that out. Uh, determine what your expenses are going to be for the next six months and where the cash is going to come from. So it's extremely important. There's always a time when things don't turn out the way that you're supposed to. And the worst thing can happen to a business is that uh, you need money and you have no place to get it. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, you want to have a good relationship with your banker. Make sure you arrange to have money when, when you need dollars. And Try not to get too much in debt because the debt becomes the stranglehold on the business and everything that you bring in has to be paid back in debt. So you really want to run that thing efficiently and make sure that you're not doing the things that's going to cause it to fail. So it's very important. And that relationship uh, with that banker or your money people is very important. Another common mistake about money is depending on plastic. A lot of people think, well, I'll just use my credit cards to run their business. And there's nothing wrong with running that money through your credit cards to get the points, to get the cash back. 
But if you're paying them off. If you're yeah. paying them off, but you got to pay them off every month. There's that interest. That's right. And <laughs> and uh, don't consider credit cards as an alternative for your bank. You know, compound interest, that interest they charge you, the late fees, and it has to be paid on time. And, and uh, that's a very, very expensive way to do business. So don't ever, don't ever look for credit cards to be your banker. You know, always you have a banker. You know, and uh, debt. There's nothing wrong with good debt. It's there's everything wrong with bad debt. Mm-hmm. And so, if you've got something that's going to back that debt up, then that's that's a good thing because uh, that that's usually an asset that's going to grow. It's like a home. If you buy a house, you're paying it off, and you've got cash flow to pay it. Then that house is going to increase in equity over time. So, if you bought a piece of real estate to run your business out of, that's good debt. Buying something that's going to depreciate, that's not such good debt because it's it's when you sell it, it's going to be an automatic loss of money. Mm-hmm. You see it all the time. Business owners go out and buy something because they get a write-off on it, so they need to sell it three years from now. What what's the value of it? And it may be it may not be worth anything. Yeah. So it's a it's a big danger. So you really need to look at what you buy, what you spend money on, because people think that paying taxes is a bad thing, but really that means you've got profit. You know, so taxes aren't always a bad thing, but buying things you don't need just to get the write off could be a bad thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, let's take our first break here on the show today, and then we come back some more. Uh, let's see, smart tips for business owners, also some of the mistakes that business owners typically make. But it is uh, Life Planning 101, and it's right here on KATX and KWBY. And welcome in, welcome back, and welcome along. It is Life Planning 101 right here on KATX KWBY. Blakeney Hodges sitting in for Mr. Terry Slavens, and we're joined by Jim Kennedy. Yeah, we're back again. So, back again. Uh, yeah, I want to be sure and tell everyone to be sure and follow us on Twitter at KFS Life Planning and answer our weekly poll how often do you sit down and evaluate your business and uh, whether it's every quarter every year or i've never done this a business evaluation so uh, we'd like to know we'd like to hear from you so be sure and be sure and do that so moving on with the mistakes and and maybe some ideas on too about running a business uh, uh another mistake that we see occur with people is the mix of their personal and business finances it's tempting to cross that line and put everything through your business. And um, IRS, however, doesn't agree with that. So you have to be really careful. They're really good at recognizing that that's a house payment, not a business payment. So uh, people try to write off a lot of things that maybe they shouldn't. I'd recommend you you know, have a meeting with your accountant, CPA, your tax person. Make sure that you're keeping good records. It's very, very important. If you ever get audited and you don't have the records, the IRS is going to assume that it's not, you know, that's mm-hmm. not legitimate. So, uh, you know, one of the recommendations that I make, especially a lot of people who are traveling in their cars all the time, is take an eight and a half by eleven envelope, and every time you buy something, that receipt, get a receipt, <laughs> always get a receipt, write a little note on it, what it's for, put it in that envelope, and then hand it to your bookkeeper, or if you do your own books. Then at the end, of the end of the month, you've got every receipt you ever used. And a credit card is a wonderful vehicle to keep up with all the expenses. Yeah, and paper so, trail. But that paper trail is important. 
If the IRS sees that you keep good records and you do get audited, they're not likely to discredit the deductions that you have there because you've kept good records. But be sure you know what those deductions are. So it's a good, you know, you can buy all kinds of books. You can go on our website. We have all kinds of information about business owners. And just do your homework. That's that's really important because it's nothing more nerve-wracking than having an altar sitting there across the table from you. And you're, he's asking you questions, and you can't you don't know the answers. But yeah. if you pull out a receipt and say, yes, I, I met with this person. This is I was on this trip to this business meeting. You know, there's a lot of, a lot of validity in that. So be sure you keep good records want to make sure that you're making money in your business. It's so important to look at your records every month and see, did I make a profit? Where's my expenses? Go through it line item. I know I talk a lot about budgeting, but on a personal side, but it's just as important on a business side. Take your monthly budget, look at it, every check you write, every expense that you have, and look at that monthly and then Compare last month and this month, and then compare quarterly, and then keep that routine up, and you compare annually. And believe it or not, you will find a lot of expenses in your budgeting that you really are spending money on, maybe that you don't need to be. And you could change the way you spend your money and and look at that and find where your profit is or find where your expenses are. So you've got to make money. You can't stay in business without profit. You know, Jim, I just wanted to say, I know whenever I was – a younger adult I feel like I'm still a young adult but anyways uh, I didn't own a business but just in terms of doing like my own budgeting like when I graduated and gotten my first job and I was you know like paying my own bills and that was one thing that my mom talked to me about she said you know we got a legal pad and and we made all these columns for like uh, utilities and you know blah, blah 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 and she's like write down every single thing and I'm like even when I run to the dollar store she's like every single thing she was like I know you just think like me, oh, it's 218 or oh, that's 750. She said, but if you will write it down and look at it every week or even every month, she said, you will start to see. She said, there's so many places you can cut corners. All of those little $2 here and $3 here and $4 here in a business, maybe bigger amounts, but you think, oh, well, it's 75 bucks. Yeah, go ahead. But when you write it down and see it, it makes it a lot easier to realize how much you are overspending in certain areas and be able to cut back and save that money. You're so right, Blake. You know, for years and years, you know, back when water was free, you know, I always say buy, buy you know, buy water, get water and, and uh, don't buy coffee or tea or Cokes and see how much money you'll save in a year, you know. And, and people now, you see these big drinks that are two bucks a drink, you know, when they could be drinking water. Mm-hmm. And you add that up over the over a period of time, it makes makes a big difference. Well, yeah, and look at it with like a family of five. Yeah. I'm like, we're getting water at the restaurant. That's going to save us $15. <laughs> That's exactly right. So another mistake is not paying yourself. You know, a lot of business owners try to operate everything out of the business, but cash is king, and your business has to make money. But if you went to work for someone else, I want you to think about the benefits that you'd want. Would you want to be putting money back for your IRA, for your children's education? I know everyone likes to go on vacation, get some time off. Things that make your lifestyle better. You might want to have a bigger home you might want to take your home and remodel it you know so what would that compensation be if you worked for someone else 
Well, if you're running that business, you've got to figure that in because why are we running a business? It's for that freedom. It's for the opportunity to make more money. It's for the opportunity to have an asset that's going to grow that someday that you're going to be able to sell that business and that's where your real reward may come in but as a business owner our first instinct is to sacrifice our income for our business but you can't fail to pay yourself because that's what makes it worthwhile is to be able to be a self-employed individual obviously your business is building value and like i said you can be able to sell that because one day you're actually going to have to put – we may have to put money back in that business. And what better banker th- out there than yourself? Mm-hmm. If you have money that you can loan the business – again, I said loan because yeah. you want it back. Yeah, you, you know? want to replace it. Yeah. All right, so if you were borrowing money from the bank, <clears throat> you'd have to pay that back. Mm-hmm. So be sure that you – you know, pay yourself back, but save money. Because I see businesses all the time been in business for 10, 20, 30 years, and they have no excess cash, and not personally or as a business. So we'll start on the next next idea here in a second, but I want you to start living life on purpose. We just think that's so important. Find out right now on our website if you have enough money to retire successfully. Uh, we've got a great new uh, web page that you can just go in and literally in, in just a couple of minutes tell whether or not that you're saving enough money to be able to retire. So as a business owner, guess what you're going to want to do someday? You're going to want to yeah. retire. Yeah. Well, we have the tool right there on our website now that you can go in and say, this is what I've got. This is what I've, I'm saving. This is when I want to retire. And literally, instantly, it'll tell you if I'm doing what needs to be if done. Be able to, yeah. What a wonderful asset to have. And that's at kennedy Correct? That's correct. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, we have more to get to after this break, so keep it tuned here to Life Planning 101 on KATX and KWBY. And it's the final segment here for this marvelous Monday morning, Life Planning 101 right here on KATX and KWBY, Jim Kennedy in the house, and we are talking about um, some smart tips for business owners, also some mistakes they kind of don't want to make That's let's right. say that let's That's say right. that typically do and don't want to <laughs> That's right. so gotta, gotta try to be wise about what we do so we can stay in business and uh uh the last final mistake or uh remark i'd like to make about running a business after all the tough work of providing quality service and products whatever you do you've got to get paid so make sure that you have a good accounting system you know records we talked about that but you've got to have an accounting system and a good follow-up system. Make sure that you know where you're at. You can take a snapshot picture. Stay on top of it. You know, working on your business is probably as important, if not more so, than working in your business. Mm-hmm. You've got to work on your business to know where you're at. Hold people to the terms of your billing agreement. If you're providing a service, they've got to pay you. If they agreed to pay that 30 days, make sure that they're paying you. Hold them to it. You've provided them what you promised, and it, and it's just, there's no reason why they shouldn't provide you what they promised. And yeah. a lot of people let that get behind because, you know, it's real easy to say, well, you know, I'll give you another week or two. Well, you know, one way is, you know, maybe get some money up front and that, yeah. and then get paid weekly instead of waiting to the end of the month. You know, let's let's get paid as we go. A lot of people, you know, will say, well, when the job's done, I'll pay you. Well, that's all good and fair, but let's. how about getting paid as we go a little bit? And every business is run a little differently, so I can't sit here and say this is good, good across the board. Yeah, yeah. But if you have a business that you can get paid weekly, 
you have a lot less to lose if you don't get that final payment, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And, and everybody likes to guarantee their work, and they want to work with people that they really respect and, and know that they're going to do a good job. But, again, you've got to get paid. Bottom line, one of the best things you can do is make sure you're doing business with the right kind of people, right fit people, we call them, the type of people that fit your business. Because if you're trying to just take anyone and everyone, sometimes that just doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Uh, We always say that progress starts by telling the truth. And who do you have to tell the the truth to first? Yourself. Yourself. And if you're not doing that, maybe better off walking away than you would be to to go ahead and move on. Sometimes we look back at our business and realize that we've outgrown some of the people that we've been doing business with. And sometimes that could be not only just the people that you work for, but maybe professional people. Sometimes uh, professional people don't want to go to that next level of accounting, doesn't want to go to the next level of, you know, whatever they're doing to make sure that as a business, that's not their bailiwick. That's not what they do best. So if you need to change clients, the type of client, the level of client, you know, it's a lot different than doing business with someone that's just one individual than going to work with a company that's got 50 employees. Mm-hmm. You know, big, big difference there. So you, from a professional standpoint, you have to look at who you're doing business with. Maybe you need to move to the next level. Sit down every quarter and be honest with yourself. See what's working in your business, what's not working. Well, you know, and ask yourself that. Go through it line by line. As I mentioned, working on your business is probably as important, if not more so, than working in it. If you start uh, running a piece of equipment as a small business, then someday you look at it and you say, well, look, I've got somebody else running that piece of equipment, and I'm doing something else. You've just grown your business. You've moved to the next level. So how many pieces of equipment do you want to run, and how many pieces of equipment do you want someone else to run? So you got to look at that business and say, where's it going, and how am I going to get there, and have a plan. And I really encourage you to get professional help. You know, it's uh, when you go out there and try to do the job alone, you're having to think about everything that could ever go wrong. But get a mentor. Get someone you look up to. Go take them to lunch. Ask them some questions. And get educated, you know, because they're going to tell you the mistakes that they've made. And they want to help you. They want to help you succeed. Now, your competitor in your local area might not want to see you succeed. I know. I just thought, if they're not their competition, but yes. <laughs> yeah, but if you, you know, there's people that you meet when you go places that maybe do a business similar to yours. Don't be afraid to ask. I think most people want to help. Yeah, I think they do too. Yeah, and I I really believe that. So let's talk about the best thing you can do. Be prepared to go that next level. Every part of your business will need to change, and you need to be ready to change with it. You know, so you've got to have an open mind. You've got to think about what needs to take place with that growth of your business. So let's just go over those things that we discussed. And one is create an accurate budget and create a reserve. Make sure you've got money. Make sure you've uh, got ways to get money. If you don't have it, a good line of credit. And I always mention to have two lines of credit. You know, sometimes banks quit loaning money to individuals, mm-hmm. to industries, to sectors. You look back at you remember when the automobile you know, mm-hmm. industry fell apart. If yeah. you were in the auto business, you couldn't borrow money. Yeah. You know, so you want to be really careful not, and not depend sometimes just on one source of money. Number two is don't fall into an unwise, costly financial practice to support your business. Don't use your credit cards. Make sure that you're not paying too much for your money. Three is keep your business and personal finance and your records separate. Make sure that you've got 
good accounting system. Make sure you're talking to your accountant. Make sure you're talking to your attorney, you know, your financial advisor, you know, your insurance agent. Make sure you have the holes of the cheese covered is what we call it. But if you get sued, if you lose everything you have because you didn't take the time to prepare and make sure that you've got everything in place, that's a lot of work that's gone down the drain. Mm -hmm. You don't want that to happen. Pay yourself. We always say give as much as you can. Uh, and pay yourself as much as you can and, you know, save as much as you can. Because then you've got things in a priority because you've got to have money to operate now, down the road. And it gives you a lot of peace of mind. And the last thing is stay on top of those accounts receivable. If people owe you money, don't be afraid to ask for them. They, didn't ask, they weren't afraid to ask you to work for them. Absolutely. And so make sure you get paid. And some people just, you know, will throw a fit and uh, – don't want to pay you because they'll find every excuse not to. But, you know, again, be honest with yourself. Find the right type of people to work for. Mm-hmm. We're all going to get taken advantage of at some point in time. But you just you know from then you learn by experience, become a little bit wiser, and it's not ever worth a fight, you know, to, to, to worry about those type of things. But, but I hope this helps. I wish everyone the best of luck. And uh, find out all you can from all the people around you. And uh, – I think still go back to the number one thing I said in the very beginning, you got to have passion. If you don't feel like you've got a passion for that business, you know, and can develop a passion for it, you know, that business may not succeed at all. But if you have that passion, don't let anybody tell you no. You can make it work. So be sure you subscribe to our weekly newsletter. Uh, we've got that comes out kennedy-financial.com it's got a lot of great past information in there uh angela does a good job of writing those articles every week we discuss them talk about them and uh, we run across a lot of things that happen i just want you to know you know the experiences that you have in life we've already experienced most of them because we've experienced them through other people and so when you go to look for that help what better what place to get it than right off our website you know because we've probably talked about it and if we hadn't you can give us a call or you can send us questions through lifeplanning at kennedy-financial.com. We, we welcome those questions. We want you to get in touch with us. We're, we want to be there for you. And you can listen to our rebroadcast of this show on katxradio.com, kwbyradio.com, and kennedy-financial.com in addition to iTunes and iHeartRadio. Thank you for listening in today. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates Incorporated, member FINRA SIPC. Kennedy Financial Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton & Associates Incorporated. Incorporated and Smart Money Group, LLC.